0: On today's episode, we preview 2023's International Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. This is episode 77 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Jordan. I am your host. Joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing today?
1: Doing well. Uh, fresh off uh, a trip to Baltimore. Had a yeah. good time there. How are you gentlemen doing? Dealing with this
2: Florida heat? It sucks. <laughs> it pretty much just sucks. There ain't nothing <laughs> else to it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It was good hot work. up there, too.
0: Simple words from a simple man. But yeah. <laughs> we uh yeah yeah we had a nice we had a nice little break you know we uh we got we were able to yeah you know, not everyone was aware but you may not have been aware but we were able to get a couple of uh past recordings done over the past past couple of weeks so we were able to take a a little bit of a little bit of a break which was nice got a lot of things going on between all of us so it was uh, it was nice and Justin got to get away like he mentioned and we mentioned previously on our on uh, our last week's episode so yeah how was the how was the trip Justin uh,
1: it was good had uh four days up in Baltimore it was hot went and uh watched uh, a handful of Orioles games uh, won three of the four uh, went to the National Aquarium visited my buddy out there had a bomb breakfast. Had some awesome chicken and waffles, boys. It Ooh. was a, uh, it was good.
0: It's always good.
1: So, uh, it was a good time, man. It was hot though, man. It was hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, just no <the> humidity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan, how have you been uh, enjoying your your time away?
2: Uh, just trying to keep up with five acres worth of grass with all the rain we've been getting like it's been <laughs> it's been insane i feel like I, my grass grows like three inches a day it's it's so stupid right yeah
0: now. i know i know it's i mean it's that florida rain right like we get yeah. the unbearable heat and then every afternoon we're in for a for a torrential downpour and random storm and you never know what you're going to get out of that I mean, it's, yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, uh, so, you, and I mean, you it's get pretty like pretty big storms.
2: During, like, springtime in Florida, you kind of get that delicate balance of, like, cool weather, and then it warms up, and you get, you know, yeah. kind of uh, adequate rain showers, you know, about once a week maybe. And then, like, you go through the, the drought, and then all of a sudden it just starts <laughs> raining for a month, and then hurricane season's here. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: And then yeah. it's a vicious cycle of bands of rain yeah
2: just florida things
0: Yep, tropic watch is underway you know all yeah normal florida things yeah exactly
2: business as usual boys just smile and wave smile smile
0: and wave boys smile and wave yeah oh man well today we get to go through uh one of our favorite things to do which is uh preview the upcoming uh festival booth menus and all the happenings that are going on with the food and wine festival this year uh, at Epcot uh, it is my goodness it is long uh, we will get into that we I think we already know uh, our opinions on how we feel about the duration of uh, said festival um, yes. and uh, but yeah we'll get into that in a little bit but before we do I wanted to make sure we took a chance to discuss some of the uh, some of the Disney happenings and news topics that have been occurring over the uh, the past uh, couple weeks <laughs> um, it's been interesting to say the least <laughs> I think namely one of the bigger topics uh, going on right now is our uh, our boy Bobby uh, got extended uh, another couple years yeah. but just after that happened uh, which you know was okay we're we're some extension was needed it means that they didn't have the right people in place at the time and they need some some continued leadership there. But Bobby Bobby said a, said a couple of things that wrote people the wrong way. He recently had an interview with CNBC right around the same time that he was uh, his extension was announced. And, uh, of course, we have these writer strikes and actor strikes going on at the moment. And he got called out for, uh, for some of his comments that he said in the interview that um, basically that the, the actors and writers that are on strike as... Uh, not being realistic, quote, um, yes. uh, about the situation. And essentially it's all about how they're getting paid um, based off of royalties for the streaming rights and things like that. And yeah. you create, to, you know, creative um, forward thinking, especially how AI and technology are, are you know, are impacting the film industry and TV industry. So I mean and they have every right to get as much money as they as they um, think they need or want and you know it's the people in the middle I think that are going to be mostly affected by this uh, you know work stoppage you know the people that are doing the production you know that are those are the people you know making the actual production happen and all the people in the in between I think actors get paid plenty of money uh, I think I think obviously uh, you know Bob Iger makes plenty of money uh so directors
1: make plenty of money uh, yeah i i think
0: i think every there's a lot of people making a lot of money and they're complaining that they're not making enough money um so it's it's an interesting dynamic that's happening right now uh but yeah it, it it's it's interesting to hear to hear that that people you know condemning uh bob iger when he was looked at as you know the savior. I mean, we we applauded his return. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, for for these comments, it's definitely uh, rubbed. Uh, it's been it's you know it's been a little bit brash um, to to accept there, but we'll see what happens. We'll, I'm sure that he will um, you know make amends and and in you know do some let his actions speak uh, for him a little bit more. I think let's just hope he continues to see and add value back into. Everybody that's working for the Disney company, right? From down from you know, you know the lowest um, paid cast members up to the highest paid actors and directors, right? So and everyone in between. Let's yeah. hopefully he'll uh, he'll keep that in mind and, and you know there's people to the forefront. Uh, but he also uh, kind of gave a hint or a clue that some of the Disney companies could be possibly up for sale. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like ESPN uh, or, and, or, you know, some of the TV platforms like ABC, uh, things like that. I mean, he said that he he expressed high interest in staying in sports media, but that they, everything's on the table and they're very open-minded about how they move forward, uh, when they think about their properties and how they're managed.
1: Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Ryan said something about that a handful of months back. Uh, when we were talking about the streaming services, uh, like, as an episode. And I believe Ryan had a point about that, that they may be looking to sell some of the assets after acquiring the Fox assets. Yeah. Um, Because of monetary stuff. So I think we need to, you know, let Ryan
2: helm that one because uh, he hit the nail on the head. Yeah, especially, like, if, if these um, writers and actors get anything, you know, on behalf of themselves with this with this strike, with this shutdown. Yeah. Um, It could cause uh, streaming platforms to pay out royalties, you know, and really Mm -hmm. this business model is still fairly new. I mean, it's less than a decade old um, and people have, you know, honestly, nobody's ever really talked about how streaming services make their money other than subscription based. But with the content, you know, with the analytics of what content is, is consumed the most. You know, how, are there royalties paid out to that? Or is it just, you know, hey, here you exist on our platform. Congratulations. Like, well, how does that yeah.
0: work? And I've seen it discussed too. Like, how does it work when the show jumps from platform to platform, yeah. right? Like when it's a certain streaming service has it for a couple months and then yeah. it goes to another service and vice versa. Yeah. Like, how does, how does that follow, right? And like, who's getting paid when? Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things. I mean, we kind of, this kind of, came to the forefront uh you know maybe a year or two ago when uh during during the pandemic they direct released uh black widow right. and scarlett johansson uh they she, they got into this whole like legal thing uh about oh, it and they settled um on it but yeah she was i mean frankly she was you know, upset that she wasn't going to get paid a certain amount because Because it didn't hit the box office. Yeah. Because of the streaming versus the box office and the way that her contract was set up. So yeah, it was, um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. It's a huge, uh, I, I it's, it's a huge impact. And like I said, it's the people in the middle that are, I believe are going to be impacted the most. Right. But it's a huge, huge impact to the, to the entire economy of it all. So it's and
1: uh, it trickles down into the music industry as well we all know that from experience jordan man. and uh, i'm curious to see how they respond to this because if they start seeing actors starting to get royalties from streaming services what makes you think that they're not going to revisit this with musicians and
0: soundtracks and stuff like that well yeah i uh, know again uh, ignorant to how all those deals are, are worked and written it's just interesting it's just it's there's so many things happening in the world slick. of media, uh, and creativity, uh, jobs. And so when you, when you consider all the, all the things that are happening, especially from a technology standpoint, uh, it, this was bound to happen. Uh, so we'll yeah. see where it goes from here. Uh, but like I said, hopefully I, I know that, um, uh, that Bob is already starting to talk with, uh, you know, with some pr- people internally and, and we'll see but and all that he, yeah he you know he did express in that interview that he is very proud and of the parks and resorts side of the business and uh and con- that continues to be at the forefront of their mind as well um and they've got a lot of things you know going on uh, including something that's underneath that parks and you know resort uh umbrella which is their the cruise lines uh the treasure we got some we got some sneak peeks of it now uh it's getting closer and closer to going on its uh first sailing uh, but it's 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 currently being constructed and we got a new uh new release of what the um what aft is going to look like the uh with Peter Pan and Captain Hook on the on there I'm a fan <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah, I think it's so fitting. I'm mean, like with the, with the treasure. Like, who else could have been on, been on there? Right. So.
1: Yeah. Pretty pretty good.
0: It was. Uh, it's gonna be it to be interesting to see how that ship turns out, how it contrasts to the Wish. The Wish was so different than the rest of the Disney fleet. Uh, so now I'm interested to see how, you know, what they what did they learn from constructing the Wish and designing it, and how much did they, you know, did they lean on that to design, uh, the treasure, and where is it going to differ? So. Yeah interested to see it and uh you know i'm sure we'll start seeing some some things soon so outside of that i mean obviously we've got a lot of things going on from a disney standpoint with the parks um with uh you know we're about to get uh, spooky seasons almost here uh we're about a month away from it being fall and uh halloween events drumming up at disney yeah. which is kind of crazy uh it's you know we're at the end of July almost and, here, and, it's, so. and it's almost here. So that's just the way it is, uh, especially here in Florida. Uh, it, it's Halloween starts in August here. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, you know, November 1st will be Christmas. So.
1: <laughs> and it'll be here in the blink of an eye too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what else comes down the pipe and we'll, uh, be sure to share, any happenings uh, over on our socials at Off the Monorail. So that'll be on Twitter. It'll be on Threads. If you are on Threads, make sure you are following us on that new platform. We're having some fun with that. Uh, it's been it's been good. Uh, it's been interesting to learn uh, learn a new platform. Uh, but uh, we're also on Instagram. We're also on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Ah, uh, you name it—we're we're there at Off the Monorails. So go have some fun with us. Subscribe, follow us, do all those good things that allow you to keep up with us and everything that's going on with our
2: show. That's right. And if you got a minute, uh, we would love for you to go check out our lovely website, that being Off the Monorails.com. And on that website, you will find first and foremost all of the direct links to our social platforms. So that's all at your fingertips. But We've got our blog section, which has breakdowns of um, special events or weekend recaps, uh, dining experiences, uh, you name it. We just find a way to capture a more detailed uh, story of some of our experiences we have done over the past couple of years, and uh, we add some pretty pictures in there, too, for, for all the looky-loos, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we I love reading blogs, so... Um, if you're a blog reader, ours are, ours are littered with humor, but good information as well. Um, Justin's even done one, uh, recapping episode we did about the best bathrooms in, um, in all of Disney properties. So, uh, go check those out. They're great reads. We've got our shop. So we've, uh, man, Jordan has really knocked the, the designs out of the park on some of these or all of these actually. Um, whether they be parks inspired by some of your favorite landmarks or food inspired uh, some stuff we've even some terminology i guess if you will that we've come up with on our own since this mm-hmm. podcast has become a thing uh we got everything there and we got some drinkware some bags we got hats uh the hats are pretty sweet uh we uh we rock them pretty regularly in the parks but uh yeah if you just give us a visit at the we'd love to see you there Uh, Visit the shop, read some blogs, and just get to know us a little more. Uh, And speaking of one of
0: those, you know, terms, phrases, isms, if you will, that we've uh, kind of built around the show, uh, one of those phrases is food trap. Food track. uh, Where we have a tendency to lead our discussion to the subject of food at any given moment. At any given moment. Yeah. (laughs) And so don't know when it's going to happen. But I can assure you it is going to happen for this episode because we are discussing this year's Food and Wine Festival at Damn Epcot. Right. Uh, now, its official title, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, presented by Core School, is running this year from July 27th to November 18th. Um, it's uh, no secret uh, to anyone who has listened to this show Uh, Previously, uh, we believe Food and Wine Festival is slightly overrated, Um, but nonetheless, we will visit multiple times because we like to eat. And (laughs) it's it's not that it's bad. It's just we like other festivals, and so we wish that the other festivals were longer in turn, and as a side effect, this one should be shortened back into the actual fall time frame that it started out to be. So... There's a little bit more context for you if you if that threw you for, you know, a little off-putting that it, we said it's overrated, but it still might be a little overrated. Um, so, uh, if you are familiar with the festival or if you're not, uh, the Food and Wine Festival, again, runs pretty much uh, for the rest of the year, essentially, Uh and, and it, c- it covers a wide range, a variety of food options. You have the outdoor kitchens uh, that cover all of World Showcase. And you also have some other uh, opportunities for entertainment, uh, such as uh, Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak, where you go on a, a scavenger hunt, essentially, uh, for Remy and his uh, Ratatouille ingredients that are sprinkled and scattered all throughout World Showcase in each pavilion. Uh, so you can go and get you a map there and find uh, each of the ingredients. And at the end of the map, when you've located everything, you return that map and you trade it in for a prize. So I'm interested to see what the prizes are for for this year's event. Uh, you also have, um, during the Halloween season, uh, from September 29th to October 31st, uh, they'll also have a special scavenger hunt called Pluto's pumpkin pursuit. Uh, again, same fashion. You're going and and finding different clues based on a map around world showcase. And then of course you will get a themed prize for that as well. And then you can also, they have a, have a incentive for, uh, basically buying, uh, different food items across The board, Uh, and these are uh, from uh, cheese dishes. Uh, And this is, of course, Emile's fromage montage is a crowd favorite. Uh, Every dish featured on this quote unquote scavenger hunt features cheese as a cheese based dish. And at the end, you get a special treat uh, if you complete this um, exercise as well throughout. Uh, You also have other entertainment, like uh, Eat to the Beat concert series, uh, which, of course, takes place in the Garden Rocks Theater and the American Pavilion, as all the other concert series do uh, during these Epcot festivals. And we've got quite the lineup, most of them returning acts. Uh, Justin, if you want to uh, run us through who you are looking forward to seeing at Eat to the Beat.
1: Uh, one that completely shot me is a brand new offering, uh, coming to Epcot for the first time. And that's Orianthi If you are not familiar with her, she is a spectacular guitarist, uh, very talented young lady. And, uh, she could definitely rip it on the guitar with the, with the best of them. So, uh, definitely looking forward to her, uh, making an appearance, uh, one well, that kind of caught my eye that, uh, you know, as a family, we kind of joke about it because we all got into American Idol early on in the years. <laughs> and lo and behold, Mr. Ruben Stuttered is going to make an appearance, and he is also a brand-new act. Uh, he'll be in August 11th and 12th. Uh, you got Joy Fatone and Friends as a returner. Uh, I heard last year that was actually a pretty decent show, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Baja Men, Mercy Me, uh Tubby mac 98 degrees boys to men i mean we're just scattered we're covering all kinds of genres here so yeah. pick a good weekend to go and i'm sure you won't be disappointed yeah
0: it's pretty much every day you can find something uh happening at the as far as concerts go if sugar ray hooba stank air supply hansen billy ocean yeah it's going to be it's going to be really good it's yeah, all closing of, yeah, it out with
1: 38 special yeah yeah
0: it's all over the place big bad voodoo daddy in November as well so it's yeah it's got some returning favorites it's got some uh, new acts as well and a couple spots that are still to be announced so we'll see what those uh, turn out well but if you want to go to the episode description we'll leave a link for the concert schedule there uh, so you can go check out and see when your next you know your favorite artist is is going to be performing uh, and oh, you I can also mm. yeah. Mm, bop yeah uh you can also take advantage of the dining packages uh, for uh, for the concert series uh, so it basically will guarantee you a seat at these concerts so if there are any that you absolutely absolutely want to attend no Definitely questions recommend asked doing this um then you can there's a select uh, few restaurants there at epcot that you can reserve uh, a breakfast uh, or lunch and dinner service at and you'll get the dinner and then you will get a reserved seat normally it's in towards the front of the of the area as well Uh, first couple of rows usually uh, that you will Mm -hmm. get a reserved seat you won't have to wait in the general mission line outside of the theater uh to to access before the show so if you don't want to wait in line for you know an hour or two for some of these highly sought after acts uh, and you want a guaranteed seat and and a good meal at the same time yeah. uh, you can you can do that uh, so it, it's the same as at the same locations that it normally is uh, so if you've been to have seen these uh offerings before it's places like asker uh beer garden coral reef garden grill La sellier Regal eagle smokehouse uh, which is a same day option, so you can only do that uh, on the day of the show. Uh, Rosen Crown Dining Room and Spice Road Table, uh, so uh, all those can be booked in advance. Uh, if you uh, go online and or, or call, uh, you can get those booked in advance. Uh, besides the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, which is again that same day dining option only. Yeah, and
1: based on feedback from my parents last year, the the pricing of uh, Lesailier that I got them last year. Uh, with this, it, it's well worth the pricing because you get a, a really nice meal and a guaranteed first row, second, third row, I think is the maximum it goes out to. So it's like the first three rows for a highly sought after artist. So uh, and there's cheaper options than Lacelier, but I just wanted to throw that feedback out there because it's it's cheaper than a, a ticket to that concert and then having to buy dinner on top of that right so it's a very good value and uh something worth checking out for sure
0: yeah and it is uh, important to mention that these concerts are free with your admission to epcot so there's no additional fee or costs associated to these concerts you can go and check them out if, as long as you have a ticket to epcot that day and a park reservation for that day uh you can go and enjoy these concerts so uh, just some may be more in demand than others. So if you if you have one that you're interested in, uh, take advantage of the dining packages and or get in line early. Yep. All right. So uh, that about covers for all the um, all the additional happenings. Of course, there's going to be special merchandise that mm-hmm. always is a crowd favorite. So we will see what they pull out of their hats for this year's. Uh, they've already previewed a couple items, uh, but uh, we will see what they uh, entail for. For everything else in the full offering on opening day, uh, but with that, let's get into some food, guys. My favorite let's part. Get food trap, baby. Uh, so it is important to know that some of the booths um, for this year's festival do not open on the opening day, uh, there are going to be a few booths that have a delayed opening, so they will open later. In it, later in the year during the festival. So just, uh, just, just keep that in mind as well. We'll, we'll mention which, which, uh, which locations those are, uh, but just to kind of put that out there at the forefront, uh, if you're interested in going or planning, uh, if you're listening to this right now while you're in the car on the way to, uh, to Walt Disney World to go to the festival, just keep in mind not all these booths are going to be open on opening day or within the first couple of weeks of the festival starting so uh with that being said guys let's start at the uh let's start at the beginning uh with uh shimmering sips
2: all right so shimmering sips is a returning booth it is uh i think it's fairly new over the past few years but um it was a uh, really good last year and for this year they are starting off with a guava cake whipped cream and coconut so it's very simple i think this was on the menu last year uh and then mm-hmm. along with that is a strawberry cheesecake soft serve with a mini cheesecake and graham cracker crumb in a specialty vessel so i don't know what it might be like a little cup or something i'm not sure i'm and, assuming
0: uh, that yeah yeah it's going to come in like a little little glass since it's probably like a martini thing. glass or something yeah yeah
2: and yeah. uh the the star of the show for this booth is the beverages because they have really good mimosas so we'll start mm-hmm. out with the berry mimosa with berry fizz sparkling wine and white cranberry juice and then a tropical mimosa with sparkling wine and minute made pock juice so that is your passion fruit orange and guava so just imagine a boozy carbonated stitch juice sounds amazing mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. and it's then uh following that with the blood orange mimosa with sparkling wine and blood orange juice and then they have a beer option from boulevard brewing which is the berry noir sour ale and sparkling wine and then of yeah course it's a beer the, mimosa. yeah uh, i had this one last year and i also had the flight so uh all of this is i good. had the
0: flight as well yeah, yeah i had the flight as well it was good the last year they had um on the flight instead of the berry mimosa it was a key lime uh, yeah. mimosa yeah. uh so and it, the flight last year was great uh, hands down, uh, multiple visit booth.
2: Uh, so I'm sure this will be exactly the same again this year. Agreed. So so a side note though, before we move on is you guys noticed the additional, um, global marketplaces that food and wine festival has versus some of the other festivals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got a wine. lot. Yeah. I'm looking at like at least four or five. So, man, I wish, like, Festival of Arts could get some additional love like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah It's—I don't want to go—I don't want to go too far on a soapbox uh, on this yeah. episode. But, yeah. yes, yes, you you are not wrong, Ryan. Uh, it, I think Festival of the Arts. Again, anyone that has been listening to our show uh, for a little while now knows that it has a special place in our hearts. Yeah, Festival of the Arts is definitely yeah. special to us, and uh, it does definitely it definitely does not get the love it deserves. It is a to be fair, it's a newer festival. It's the newest festival out of all of them. Uh, so, Best. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're not wrong either, but. To give credit where credit's due, food and wine is a long standing traditional festival. And so it is a very crowd, it's a big crowd favorite. That's why it has extra days. Um, you may be burning in the sun while you go eat all this food, but that you will is be uh, burning in the sun. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, the, yes. Where the concrete is the hottest on earth. But I'll digress for the time
2: being, though we'll get back to menus. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right,
0: so we'll jump over to one of actually my favorite booths um, at the festival, historically uh, in Ireland. Uh, so this is going to feature all of your favorites from your traditional favorites from the Emerald Isle, uh, including Fisherman's Seafood Pie, the roasted Irish sausage and potatoes with onion and gravy, and a warm chocolate pudding cake uh, that has a Irish cream liquor custard. And it is the bomb. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, And, of course, the beverages, uh, one of them being the star of the show, the Guinness Bailey's Coffee Shake. Yes. Get it. No questions asked. Get it. it. It Pairs great with the pudding cake. Uh, But you also have the Kilkenny Irish Cream Ale, and you have a Mead Honey Wine as well. So you can get some different types of drinks here. I love it. Uh, But, yeah, that that Guinness Bailey's Coffee Shake, money.
1: Get it. Must get it.
0: Comes in nice little glass, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Next up uh, is the Canada Pavilion's uh, offering here. And we all, if you've listened to this show before, you know Canada is probably one of our arguable most-visited sites at Epcot. So uh, returning is the uh, Canadian cheddar and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll. And this is an offering that's on the Emile's Fromage Montage, uh, little extra uh, little hunt for you. Uh, Next up is the crowd favorite: the Canadian filet mignon served with mushrooms, borson black truffle, and sea salt mashed potatoes, and a borson black truffle and sea salt whipped butter. Just get it. Trust us. Both of those are delicious. Just do it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then serving up on the beverages is the Collective Arts Brewing. (laughs) Audiovisual logger, <laughs> whatever the hell that is. Okay. It's amazing, is what it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, out of Hamilton, Ontario. And I'm not even going to attempt
0: you this. You have to. It's the rule, Justin.
1: You did this on purpose. <laughs> See, Chateau, you know, you know, Chateau. Chateau. Chateau des Charmais
0: Cabernet.
2: There you go. And this is Sauvignon from Ontario.
0: Yeah. All right. And as tradition takes it, uh, Justin also has to give us The France booth So we will go with <laughs> Not France this time. next
1: Nope, nope, nope All right,
0: I got it's, everybody's, it's everybody's favorite moment of the show Every I year like
2: to buy a They have beignets,
0: croissants uh, <laughs> Short ribs with
1: potatoes Creme brulees And a bunch of freaking wines There you go, France
2: <laughs> there, there you go, France frickin I'll take France. it I'll take it i like it all right moving on to greece (laughs) (laughs) for for france that beef bourguignon yeah i'm coming for that Mm -hmm. that and that strawberry mimosa but yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, the beignet is also really good uh it's got three cheeses and stuffed inside a hot beignet Uh, you're not gonna go wrong there either Uh, i can deal without the escargot uh, creme brulee is also super yeah. good uh yeah. but yeah and this is where you you know your uh your chardonnays or your your uh, your you know your slush your vodka slush and mm-hmm. your your strawberry rosé get that that's where that's where that can be found there will be a line wrapped around this booth at all times yeah. yep. uh so As you I'm see just, it load
2: yeah. get in line because i'm good. gonna stop before i get on a rant i'll just yeah i'll hush
0: No, let's hear it. Please, please delight me. Staying on the soapbox, young man.
2: You know, like where you say, because the line is always so wrapped around this, and it's just such a cliche, like, basic (laughs) thing. It's freaking wine and snails and and bread. Yep, and it always is. And everybody thinks they're so fancy. Oh, I'm trying new things.
1: (laughs) You just expose some people, and they are just feeling just... Look at me,
2: I'm drinking out of my plastic wine glass with my pinky out because I'm cultured. (laughs) I was drinking my water at that moment and
0: I almost sprayed it everywhere.
2: (laughs) But I will move on to Greece because I'm sure they got better stuff anyways. Yeah, (laughs) Opa. Exactly. (laughs) So, first we're going to start out with the plant-based Impossible Moussaka um I don't know what the hell that is but I do know what uh spanakopita <laughs> is that is like a puff pastry with spinach and some cream sauce it's delicious um okay, okay no next cream. we have a okay. griddled cheese with pistachios and honey this is a returning favorite and this yes, is also it's part so of good a meals fromage montage yes Jordan uh I believe oh. you raved about this last year during the festival. yes
0: yes it was the surprise last year and I was like there's no way this is going to be this good and it was fantastic, it was yep. fantastic. And
2: Definitely then of course my curiosity, yeah, it, it's it yeah. is good. Uh, like the the pistachios and the honey uh, combination, it's out Unreal. of this world. Yeah. Um. But then uh, wrapping up the food items, we have the lamb gyro with uh, shaved lettuce, tomatoes, red onion, tzatziki sauce on a warm flatbread. Uh, it's a returning favorite be. as always. Mm-hmm. So, and then um got a couple of wines. You've got a Milanus winery a siratico whatever that is white wine it's a white wine people that's what it is and then we've got a scorus <laughs> zoe rosé and a kiriyani nausa zeno marvo uh xylophone dry red wine yeah. <laughs> and then you can get you can get the xy and z wines in a flight uh, so yeah, there's, there's grease. That's a good oh, way of
1: putting it. The X, Y, and Z. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: Well, one starts oh, with an X, man. one starts with a Z. The other one had a bunch of Ys, so I just kind of went with it.
0: Xylophone. Yeah, that's right. That's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going over to uh, a sweeter option here at Belgium. Uh, oh, so, yeah. first of all, all the Belgian waffles that you can want. Yes. Uh, You've got a Belgian waffle with. Uh, Chocolate ganache. Uh, you also have it uh, with a berry compote and whipped cream. And but that a banger. <laughs> star of the show, the beer braised beef served with Gouda mashed potatoes.
1: Amazing. Straight up amazing.
0: Uh, and then we've got a lot of uh, new drinks here. Uh, we've got the Belgian chilled coffee, which is a non-alcoholic option. Uh, we've got the uh, Brasserie de Chauffeur, Oublant, Chauffeur IPA. It's from Belgium. Uh, it's a new beer. There. Uh, So, yes,
1: you stumbled your way through that one pretty good. I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's also the Chimay Grand Reserve uh, from Belgium. Uh, You have the Delirium Red Fruit Belgian Ale, uh, again, from Belgium. And uh, then you have a returning favorite, the Belgian Chilled Coffee with the chocolate deluxe salted caramel chocolate liqueur so there's your alcoholic version of the Belgian chilled coffee of course you can get those beer options in a beer flight that will be my number one goal yes
2: thank you so there's a couple of beers that were changed out from this menu from the past couple years because they Mm -hmm. normally traditionally carry the Abbey um and then a Belgian whip beer but I was gonna say you know that you have to go to this booth fairly early in the festival and early in the day too, because they will run out of the Abbey because it's so popular. But um, you don't have to worry about that because they're not serving it. So,
0: well, yeah, I mean, if it's so that Grand Reserve, it's a it's a style that that new that new Belgium here in the U.S. and Asheville uh, does, and if it's anything like that one. Then holy cow, it's going to be good. And so you could probably have the same experience. And then that that Belgian IPA, um, if it's true a, a true Belgian fashion, it's going to have a sweeter yeast. So you're going to have sweet with the bitter uh, from the IPA. So it's going to be an interesting uh, beer selection there. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one for sure.
1: Yeah. Next up, we have the Brazil offerings here. We have a black beans with pork belly dish. Uh, with a Brazil nut pesto and Ben's original long grain white rice. So that's a, that's actually one I'm kind of interested in, actually. Beans and so, rice, pretty buddy. Good.
0: Beans and rice yeah. <laughs> uh, and pork belly. Classic.
1: And then another dish, uh, the Brazilian cheese bread, which is out of this world amazing and is part of the Emile's fromage Montage uh,
2: extravaganza. Well, uh, we're going to keep moving along, and now we're going to make a stop at Japan. And this is where we're going to have the fire taiko roll which is a sushi roll with spicy tuna cucumber and pickled daikon radish served with a spicy sauce and uh, this is a new item and then we have the beef wagyu right. don, which is traditional japanese rice bowl with american wagyu beef over steamed white rice and this is also a new item so kind of kind of revamping the japan menu here mm-hmm. and then we do have a returning favorite the teriyaki chicken bun which is a steamed like a bao bun uh filled with chicken vegetables and a teriyaki sauce very um standard for this booth um all of the beverages are actually new for this menu so pretty much only one returning item um, but with the beverages we have uh, the Saki passion cocktail uh, the moon on the water Saki, and then the brew hub momo amber ale out of lakeland florida so hmm. um we can't really speak any past experiences on any of these items because they are all new. So uh, yeah. time will tell when we get there.
0: Yeah, teriyaki Chicken Bun is, is good. Uh, I'm interested to try these drinks, especially the sake. Uh, but that fire taiko roll, give me that all day long. Spice Tuna, I'm a huge fan anyways. Uh, so I'm interested to see uh, how that whole thing comes together. Uh, but, yeah, that's it has piqued my interest, to say the least. Um, let's get a little bit more with familiar with our flavors at flavors of America. Of course, this will be at the, over at the America pavilion. Uh, and this is a relatively large, uh, food menu, uh, option. So let's start with a brand new item. Actually, uh, most of the food items besides the dessert, um, are all new here, uh, which I love. I love that they're trying new things and bringing new things to the table. Uh, so to start. What's more, what's more, what's more American than an Italian sandwich? <laughs>
2: hey, forget about it.
0: Hey, hey. So I says to the guy, um, "You got an Italian hot beef sandwich with shaved beef, spicy giardinera, and an alu, of course, on a French roll. So again, how much, how much more American can you be than getting a hot beef sandwich on a French roll? Gioppino, which is a seafood stew with saffron infused tomato fennel broth and crostini." Uh, I don't know how that sounds on these hot days, but... So so far, we haven't
2: left the Mediterranean for America.
0: Yep. (laughs) And then, um, again, what's more American than some chilaquiles? Corn tortilla chips tossed in salsa verde with ranchero chicken, queso fresco, uh, cilantro lime crema, and a soft poached egg. Again, all these menu items are new, and they are... We're pretty much covering just all the cultural dynamics of america uh because uh we're going we we're going deep south on dessert uh with a freshly baked carrot cake with walnuts and cream cheese icing thank you Mm ma'am uh for the beverage options we have rogues dreamland american lager hey Uh, american we have all american beers buddy uh goose island beer co neon beer hug that is a great beer And Left Hand Brewing Sawtooth Amber Ale. Uh, Of course, you can get all these in a beer flight. uh, Be a big boy and get all big beers.
2: (laughs) So it's safe to say the the America Pavilion is the World Showcase of World Showcase. It really is. Yeah. Um, It is
0: a melting pot of food. But rule number one, go to this booth. If you go to this booth and you're going to order a beer, order all of them.
2: And get the chilaquiles. I like it.
0: (laughs) Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. What other festival did they have the chilaquiles at? Uh,
2: this was on a menu. I believe it was festival so. arts. I think it was. I think so. Yeah,
1: but I think Pretty it was that sure. Mexico. So it must have
0: been. Yeah, I saw it must have mm-hmm. been a good seller, uh, and they brought it to you know America booth because it makes sense there.
1: I see the connection. All right, dipping over Italy. into Italy here we. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna stumble through this, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle up! Thank God it's all new stuff. We have yeah, we have uh, b- brand new food offerings here all around. So uh, we're gonna kick it off with the freshly baked focaccia, with beef meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: not bad. We're like trying. Kind of sounds like a sub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, uh, then we have a cavatelli with sweet sausage ragout or ragot, and crispy applewood smoked bacon. You had me at bacon. I want to try it, so I want to do that. Uh, and lastly, we have the lemon ricotta cheesecake with vanilla cream and strawberry compote. Sounds fantastic on a hot day. Bad. Yeah, it, it mm. can't be. Uh, and then uh, Italy is known for their wines, so you got Prosecco, Moscato, Chianti, Italian That's sangria key, red or you- white. And you have italian margarita with tequila and limoncello and ryan your favorite the peroni pilsner mm-hmm.
0: uh and in any festival pass pretty much the only thing worth getting at the italy booth was a peroni pilsner um i am interested highly in at least trying these items now i will it will not yeah, be I'm an automatic the uh, it will not be an automatic walk by for me i will it uh, is uh, so refreshing
2: to not to see a ravioli not part of this menu Honestly,
0: <laughs> right or like, honestly, or
2: a cheese stick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a fried piece of and cheese honestly, that costs nine dollars
1: for returning annual pass holders that have been familiar with Italy booth being not so great. Like, you should be excited for this. This is this is a great change. So I'm I'm curious to see how it, uh, how people respond to it. I
0: mean, you have basically you have an open face meatball sub, and you have. Uh, and you have a uh, lemon ricotta cheesecake I and mean, it's i'm a i'm a big cheesecake fan so like i said it's yeah. it's gonna be one worth trying now You have got my attention yeah well
2: here's my thing I'm. thank you thank too. you disney thank yeah. you so it says beef meatballs plural so if this dish has one meatball i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> they already are false advertising here hell. if that's the case because it says meatballs <laughs> we're,
0: we're gonna have another another case of the scallops yep. yeah exactly <laughs> No if you sense know, you know
2: we're gonna move on to Spain we'll we'll keep Italy yeah man, whatever we'll, we'll it's got to earn its way back into our hearts so uh with Spain we're gonna start off with a charcuterie in a cup with a selection of imported Spanish meats cheeses olives and an herbed Serrano vinaigrette this is an item from Emile's fromage montage so uh yeah get your cheese on <laughs> go with to this Bucky's. One.
0: you get the same thing <laughs> I kind of
2: wish they'd be a little more specific on what exact meats and cheeses are in it, but
0: yeah, and and they're probably doing that purposely because maybe they're going to change it throughout the, the season. Yeah, yeah. It could so be they whatever's available. They won't be tied to a certain thing,
2: which is smart on their part. Well, next up we've got a seafood paella with um, saffron rice, chorizo, and shrimp. So that that sounds really good. Classic um, paella. Yep. Yeah, you got a seafood salad with shrimp and bay scallops. So scallops, it's got more than one. I, plural. Yep. Mussels, extra virgin olive oil, plural. and white balsamic vinegar, and smoked paprika. And um, Interesting. Rounding out the beverages, we've got a Vina Borgia Macabeo White Sangria. I should have just said a white sangria because that sounded like a third grader. Um, <laughs> we've also got a Rosé Sangria. And then we've got a Garnasha Red Sangria. And you have a sangria flight. So for all you uh, boozy boozers out there, wineos, sangria flight will probably uh, get you banned from Epcot forever. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I do like and what I appreciate about this booth, um, all the all the food items are returning food items, which means that they've done well in the past. Right. And right. I do think that pretty much all of these are lighter options too. So they're not actually terrible to walk around in, especially as hot as it's going to be during this festival. Um, to grab, I, I like the charcuterie in a cup because you kind of it's a quick, kind of easy to eat snack on the go. So yeah, why not? I like it. Uh, over to Germany, Uh let's go over and get some. My gosh, one of my favorite things, really, um, some Shinken uh, which if you. Don't know what that is. It's uh, pasta gratin uh, with ham, onions, and cheese. Uh, I don't need to say anything else. Please just go get this. Uh, You will get a stamp in your passport for Emile's fromage montage with this item as well. Uh, They also have the fan favorite bratwurst on a pretzel roll with mustard, classic. And then you can get the apple strudel with vanilla sauce as well. Give me down the hatch. Yeah. Uh, We've got a quote. Uh, alcohol removed Riesling, um, which is a new Why? drink item. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also have a Kolsch from Cologne. Uh, mm. We have a Fest beer um, from Friesling. Uh, so that would be great. Fest beer is going to be a lot like an Oktoberfest, essentially. Um, we have a Schöffenhofer prickly pear Hefeweizen. So if you're familiar with the Schoenhofer around uh, World Showcase and around Disney properties, the grapefruit uh, that you normally find, uh, this is the prickly pear version of that uh, beer. Uh, it's uh, Hefeweizen, so it's going to be nice, light, and, and tasty. And then uh, uh, you also it. have the uh, Solback <laughs> Alster Riesling. Um, and then, of course, you can get the beer flight from here as well. Uh, but all really good light beers so these are going to be very easy to drink you will be able to consume it very quickly and it will be nice and refreshing especially in the hot hot days yeah
2: i'm glad that they have the light beers for food and wine so it gets you mm-hmm. ready for the the heavy dark beers of uh, festival of the holidays mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i like
1: it next up we have the alps uh this Booth has a lot of returning favorites with just one new dish, which would be the dark chocolate fondue with berries, pound cake, and meringues. So you get a nice, hmm. uh, so bad for you dessert. That probably tastes delicious. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely hitting that. Uh, next up we have returning favorites, warm raclettes. Yes. With, uh, Swiss cheese, uh, and Alpine ham, baby potatoes, cornicons, and a baguette. Uh, they also have an option of the raclette with shaved ham, baby potatoes, cornicongs, and a baguette. Yeah, so you both the- options are on meals fromage montage as well. And uh, gentlemen, if y'all want to expand on that, I know y'all have had that before.
0: Yeah, uh, if you don't know what the raclette is, it's literally a giant cheese block that they then take and heat. Um and shave off the melting cheese at, as it's literally mm. falling off from the heat off the cheese block directly onto the plate that you're about to consume, and then it's so ridiculous. you kind of just swim all the accompaniment right the potatoes and the cornicons, bag head, you kind of just dip all that through the the melty cheese and enjoy to your heart's content. So yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that cheese. especially with the Different ham options, too. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, and that was the difference between the two is alpine ham or just shaped ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the beverages, they have a uh, Brewery key lime rattler, Jordan. Yes, uh, next up, a Huber Vision Gruner uh, Veltliner, and for all you winos out there, a frozen rose
0: that key lime rattler, yeah. I cannot wait to try it.
1: A solid offering for the Alps, actually. No, yeah, think about it.
0: Uh, yeah, and just to just to put this in perspective as well, we did things a little different this time around. So in the past, we've previewed plenty of these festival uh, menus uh, for you guys to prepare you based on our uh, you know on our experiences with these dishes and what we think and what you think we you, know, you should spend your money on and and not waste your money on. So for, for this festival, we actually never looked at the menus. We, we kept everything in silence, and, oh. uh, and now we're, we're actually looking at the menus for the very first time as we go yeah. and kind set of you, set you up for this, uh, for this festival experience. So um, you're getting you know, direct feedback and reaction. Uh, so it's very exciting for me to see all these new food items, see all these new beer options, and including that Key Lime Rattler.
2: Cannot wait. We're going to keep moving along here uh we're gonna go to Kenya and a couple of actually all of these are returning favorites it's a pretty simple menu but the uh Kenyan coffee barbecued beef with the sweet potato corn mealy pop with uh kachumbari slaw uh that one was fantastic I know Jordan and I both have had this for the past couple of years and it's amazing and then the peri peri skewered shrimp with the citrus flavored couscous once again incredible such a great dish and um either of those go great with the 81 bay brewing congo pilsner that they offer alongside them so uh yeah i would suggest you get everything from this menu because i've had it all and it's delicious
0: yeah 81 bay uh you know we love their beers uh this booth is full of flavor uh the, the there's only two there's only two food items uh get them both and get them multiple times you know it'd be a good use of your money uh and you will feel really good about your decision let's go over to india we're going to spice up your life with some indian cuisine we're going to start with another menu item from emile's fromage montage feels like there's a lot this year already uh we've got the curry spice crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup Uh, we've got a plant-based item with potato and pea uh, samosa with coriander lime cream And then we've also got the chicken tikka masala with fennel, spice, yogurt, and naan bread. And then uh, we've got a non-alcoholic beverage option of the mango lassi. We have a Taj Mahal premium lager from India. And then we have a couple sparkling wines uh, as well as a a chai cream liqueur. Uh, So you can get these beverage options there. I'm not sure India is my favorite booth, guys.
1: Uh, I'll second that. Just not yeah. my kind of tea. Or food. You know,
0: or food. <laughs> yeah. You don't like Indian food? <sighs> I like Indian food. I, I, I do I do think that chicken tikka masala with the spiced yogurt and the naan bread like sounds like a pretty good. like It would be nice and like refreshing, especially that spiced yogurt. You know, kind of cool it down. So I think that would be a, a refreshing thing to eat, especially on like one of the hot days. But I just think of all the other options that you have. I, I I just I could just completely pass by this booth.
2: Yeah, that's that's how I look at it too. Yeah. I might pick up a I beer or something and try too. it, but some Indian yeah. beers are pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: On to China here, uh, new on the menu: crispy duck bao bun with hoisin sauce. Interesting. Mm. Uh, also available is the pan-fried chicken dumplings with house-made sweet and spicy sauce. That is a returning favorite, along with the dan, dan noodles, uh, which is a spicy pork with sichu- sichuan, what is it, sichuan? sichuan, sichuan sauce, peanut butter and sesame. Uh, again, another returning dish uh, that is a crowd favorite. Uh, beverages offered here: a passion fruit bubble tea, non-alcoholic. And and I think they offer a alcoholic version as well. If I'm not mistaken, I, I know I am mistaken. They do not. Uh, next up is the fiery dream, which is a citrus vodka, triple sec, guava nectar, and spicy hot honey syrup. That one sounds interesting.
0: Weird. Yeah, very weird. <laughs>
1: it sounds interesting. Uh, next up is the baijiu punch, uh, which is a Chinese baijiu spirit, pina colada mix lychee syrup and sparkling water again a very interesting mix of flavors there uh another offering is the fireworks which is jose cuervo gold tequila citrus vodka orange juice and mango syrup that was the perfect title for that kind of drink i can imagine it's very colorful <laughs> and last up we have the brew hub lychee Fu draft beer which is out of lakeland florida
2: that beer is so again, really good yeah
1: yeah, Brew Hub is starting to sh- make a little appearance here. It's starting to shine through.
2: So have you ever, like, tasted uh, lychee? You ever, like... Oh, yeah. Have ever- I have not. It, it reminds me of, like, the clear gummy bears. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Again, some of these are just, like, too hot to to, to deal with yeah. in the
2: hot months. Yeah, these yeah. are going to have to wait till November.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: All right. Well, we're going to um, slide on through to Mexico. It's always some pretty um, interesting things here. And actually, the whole menu is new, so this ought to be fantastic. We're going to start you off with like the, Mexico! We love Mexico. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with the tostada de carnitas, which is braised pork on a fried cord tortilla with black beans, avocado mousse, queso fresco, and chives. Sounds pretty good. Yo. Then we have uh, the taco de costilla which is slow braised beef short rib on a corn tortilla with salsa de chili morita avocado mousse and spring onions and then okay. we have the pastel impossible which is layers of traditional mexican flan and tres leches with gava cajeta so okay little, little dessert little caramel yep. kind of guava-ish dessert uh-huh. i'm down with it and then we've got two new drinks as well uh, with the beverages we have the Trouble in Paradise Margarita, which is legal Mescal. It's got watermelon liqueur, rosé wine, lime juice, and agave with a chili lime powder rim.
0: Oh, so it's got like tahini on the outside.
2: Yeah, man. It's got to, that's, <laughs> that sounds like it might be pretty good. Yeah. Um, now we've got the Fly Away Margarita, which is uh, Nocho Luna Sotol, whatever that is. Uh, we got pineapple ginger juice, chili ancho verde liqueur, an amber blanco tequila with a sweet dried chili salt rim. So this is going to be probably a spicy, peppery kind of Bloody mm-hmm. Mary drink, I, I would imagine. And we've got uh, the one returning favorite, the Mexican craft beer. <laughs> yeah,
0: Down the hatch.
2: Yep. Don't know what <laughs> it is, well. but it's good.
0: Uh, this booth sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Everything. Everything at it sounds great. Um. All right. So let's go to the land down under. Uh, we're going to Australia. So we're going with uh, the sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pepper, onion, snap peas, and sweet chili sauce. Returning favorite. Uh, the roasted lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. Hmm. Potato crunchies. Uh, and then the lamington, which is a yellow cake with raspberry filling and chocolate and coconut. The, for the beverages, uh, you have a uh, vionne from South Australia and then you have a Chateau Danuda Grand Barossa Shiraz uh from Australia as well. Uh so yeah, sounds okay.
1: Pretty straightforward Australia's. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: I've had uh, the bushberry shrimp are always good uh, yeah. at this booth, so uh that's that would be my go-to. I I actually have never had the lamb chop, but I I'm love lamb I'm not a chops. fan of
1: lamb very much. I've had it once or twice and just yeah, ain't, ain't my it thing. slaps mm-hmm.
2: Mint jelly Boy. is the kicker for lamb mm-hmm. For show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Getting that for show. Sure. Next
1: up we have uh, One of our favorite places to visit During the uh, the festival Brewing mm-hmm. Lab at the Odyssey You know it And uh, we have a couple of new dishes on here yes. uh, So first up we have the orange Cardamom wings Yum uh, Which I'm down for That sounds amazing Uh, Returning is the traditional buffalo wings with celery and ranch. Pretty straight up offering for wings. Uh, This year they are introducing an impossible buffalo chicken tender uh, with a plant-based blue cheese, uh, also plant-based ranch and celery.
0: Is a celery Uh, plant-based? A brand
1: new item. I would assume so, (laughs) yes. Uh, Next up, we have another new offering here, the unnecessarily spicy. Quote, yet extremely tasty scotch bonnet, bonnet pepper curry scotch wings. Bonnet. <laughs> scotch bonnet. Next up, we have the, quote. <laughs> Don't try and church it up, son. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in there. I'm going to leave it bonnet in. Pepper curry wings <laughs> with cool cucumber
2: yogurt. I want those. <laughs> I, I do want too. those. It
1: sounds so good.
0: And they that better be spicy. Like spicy and will burn my ass. And that, I am what, not they better the be be cool cucumber Y'all yogurt does. That. I know. Exactly. It, uh, Disney's notorious I'm, for not having cool. spicy stuff. This better be spicy. If it says unnecessarily spicy, it better be spicy.
2: Yeah. It better Don't be. piss on my foot and tell me it's raining. Correct.
0: It needs to be spicy. So these better be. But now, something more up my alley is the returning
1: favorite peanut butter and jelly, sticky wings. These things slap. were amazing slap. last year. So, slap. Yeah. Same with the garlic Parmesan wings. Slappage. Yep. Give me that. And, uh, returning also is the crispy br- brussels sprouts with buffalo sauce a plant-based blue cheese and a plant-based ranch uh, again pretty straightforward uh and then for look the at all the
0: beverages my god yes. the beverages
1: so uh buckle in folks we got a few to go they're through they're all here, new
0: so,
1: are they yeah well, let's take it here yeah yeah there's there's uh, quite a bit uh, so we'll start with returning favorites. We have the Pickle Milkshake, non-alcoholic. That's not new. Uh, is that – retur- was that there last year? Uh, it does not say new, so uh, I'm assuming I don't it is. I don't ever I don't remember, remember
0: pickle – people, so he this said – it may be
1: slightly misleading. He here. said
0: Pickle <laughs> Milkshake. Pickle. Yeah,
1: not not a fan. You know, that's why I want to get it over with first. Pickle but, uh, Milkshake. Does not sound a- a- appetizing whatsoever. Yeah, whoever yeah, it's thought be this a note one me, up? Uh, All right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, next up is the frozen fusion, which has the Twinnings pomegranate and raspberry herbal tea fused with orange ice cream
0: molecules.
1: I mean, pretty good. I'm not even going to say molecules, just orange ice cream. So oh, this is a non-alcoholic drink. You know as well. what they're
0: probably doing? It's probably using like a Dippin' dot style ice yep. cream to make it look like a boba tea, mm-hmm. but it's ice cream. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good idea. I'll allow it. They're not allowed to say Dippin' Dots, but obviously ice cream molecules. What else is that going to be? Hey,
1: tomato, tomato. It's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, now we get into the uh, the thing that we love the most, the beers. We have the Sun King Brewing. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that, but it's a lager from Sarasota, Florida. Uh, next up is the Brew Hub. Again, Brew Hub is making another appearance here. With their French Connection IPA, uh, Three Daughters also has an offering with the Old Fashioned Porter. Yum. Good, yummy. We've had it before. It's, it's good. Uh Blake's Hard Cider Company, Tropic Colada Hard Cider. Pretty interesting for that uh,
2: one. A little pineapple yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, a little, little pineapple actually, a little chocolate yeah. actually. Uh, next up is a Bold Rock Peach Berry Hard Cider, another cider offering.
2: And then uh,
1: another Three Daughters offering with the Raspberry Lemonade Hard Cider. Yeah, uh, and in all these, you can get the Beer Flights, which I have listed, and you can also get the Cider Flights as well.
2: Give them all to me. We like those.
1: So, solid solid offering for brewing, actually. Yeah, I that's will take
2: everything, everything on the menu except the Pickle Milkshake. Yeah, the Pickle Milkshake and Kick Rocks.
0: Uh, that's going to be, like, the most talked about item opening day, right? Like,
2: yeah. And if you like this, For you're gross. For those brave
1: enough to try it, we salute you.
0: Yeah. I don't care how much you like pickles. There's no, it does not there's belong no in a way. milkshake. There's no
1: way it makes sense in a milkshake.
0: <laughs> and I want to see like a big old like one of them fat pickles just like sitting right in the middle of Ew. it. Blech. A big old dill, like you, like with the straw going right through it. <laughs>
2: like, you know, a lot of times we don't the, make a we don't we don't make a fuss. A straw? Well, this milkshake is a big deal. Follow <laughs> <laughs> oh, me for more oh, horror dad jokes.
0: oh man <laughs> we'll
2: I, move on though. that's gonna
0: that's gonna be interesting all right we'll see how that plays out
2: so a fairly uh, new booth this... to uh to food and wine festival that being flavors from fire uh we got some returning favorites that i see already and some new stuff so uh, for the food items, we have a new item, which is the chimichurri marinated skirt steak taco with crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, queso, fresco, and cilantro r- lime cream. All of that sounds good. That's, please, that right there will please. probably be a bestseller. Um, yes. We got a spiced chocolate tart with barbecue potato chip crust, salted whiskey caramel, and smoked sea salt. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about the barbecue potato chip crust, but I'm willing to give this a try, just for science. For science.
1: There's that, a yeah. lot of flavors going on there.
2: Yeah, and that's a, that's also a new item. Which yeah, I would remember that if I seen that last year. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Now, some returning favorites. We got the Impossible Burger slider with wasabi cream and spicy slaw on a sesame seed bun, and we've got the fantastic. Smoked corned beef with house-made chips with cheese curds, pickled onions, and beer cheese fondue. And this is a a Meals fromage Montage item. So, great place to get some cheese. The drinks um, are back. Yes, I see them. So, both (laughs) of these... I didn't have the Swine Brine last year, but I had both of these beers. And the Sagatuck Brewing Company Bonfire Beer is that thing was amazing it's like
0: top three that was the beer that was the beer of the festival for you right yeah yeah that was the beer of the festival but it's in my top three epcot beers
2: period um and then the four virtues bourbon barrel zinfandel um i didn't get to try that it's a you know i'm not much of a wine drinker but um the swine brine featuring Jim Beam bourbon. I, I want to get to it that had like one this a year. Piece of bacon in it. Yes. Yeah. It, right. it had yeah. a piece of bacon, and then it had um, it had like a, a briny, kind of like salty liquid mixed with the Jim Beam uh-huh. and like some like soda water or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's worth a try. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm super excited about this booth. It's it's Same. always been good since they have added it to the festival. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so, one uh, speaking of new booths, uh, we had a new booth added last year, and I guess it did really well because they've uh, got back, it back, right? and it's returning most of the items that were there last year, uh, and they've added a, a one new uh, food item and one new beverage. So, let's start with the food. This is at the Fry Basket, uh, which basically serve specialty fries. Uh you've got the fry flight uh which is uh just fries with sea salt and malt vinegar. Uh you've got the barbecued bacon fries with smoked aioli and then the sweet potato casserole fries which come they're of course they're sweet potato fries uh, topped with candied pecans, uh toasted marshmallow cream and maple bourbon. <laughs> uh and then separate orders you can get the adobo Yucca fries with garlic, cilantro, aioli. This is a plant-based item for you. Uh, and then new to this booth this year are the pickle fries with dill ranch. I'm, and honestly, those will probably sell. I'm assuming they're going to be just like fried pickles. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then for the uh, beverage options, we have the Stone Brewing uh, Buena Vesa Salt and Lime Lager. Thank you. I will have another. And you have the salty dog cocktail, uh, which is the Boyden Blair potato vodka with grapefruit juice, ginger simple syrup, and lime, with a salted rim.
1: I can't stress it enough. That fry flight was absolutely out of this world last year. So many different flavors. Yeah. Uh, got a Me and Ryan split that. We were just blown away by how good it was.
2: Salt and vinegar fries were. Ugh. Oh, I want those God. with the salt and lime lager. I, this is already that I salt already and lime lager. Please, that's going to be game changer. give it to me.
1: Mm-hmm. This could do it. Mm. Do yourself a favor. It's it's amazing. Uh, next up, we have the Coastal Eats returning favorite lump crab cake with a Cajun spice vinegar slaw, and also offered is oysters Rockefeller. And with the beverage offering, we have the Wiley Brute Cuvee, uh, which is a brand new beverage offering. Nice, yeah. And Cape Codder, Boyd and Blair potato vodka, with cranberry, pomegranate, and limes. So, pretty, pretty good flavors in that one. A little fruity drink for you. So, uh, there
2: you go. Coastal eats,
1: short, sweet, and straight to the point.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that ra- that rounds out all of the um, booths that are there for the entire duration of the festival. And like we said early on in the episode. There are a few booths that are going to be kind of like a staggered um, premiere throughout the festival. And there's uh, actually two different phases, it looks like. So we will kick it off with the Noodle Exchange, which will become available on August 15th. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get started uh, with this menu. And they have the ramen with shaved beef, shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots and daikon radish, shaved peppers and a soy egg and citrus sesame broth. And then they've also got that same ramen set up with the mushrooms, the daikon, and it's got some baby bok choy in it, but this is with Impossible Pork, and it's in a savory chicken broth. So it's, you know, nice vegetarian option. And um, next up, we've got a Thai shrimp with rice noodles, shiitake mushrooms, and basil and coconut curry broth. That sounds really good. Yeah. And um, we got one more ramen with tofu, shiitake mushrooms. pickled carrots and daikon radish, shaved peppers, baby bok choy, and a a citrus sesame broth. Man, say that three times fast. Um,
0: (laughs) Citrus sesame broth. Citrus sesame broth. (laughs) Citrus sesame broth.
2: Kind of an odd place for Parrish Brewing Company to show up, but they've got their strawberry mochi burliner Weiss at this booth but yep. that i mean honestly that yeah. sounds like it makes sense I mean, it makes, with like some ramen. it makes sense and, with the mochi yeah yeah
0: but that berlin it, i mean it sounds like it's going to be a little bit sweeter i mean a yeah. burner is I'm normally a sweeter uh beer anyway, so
2: yeah hmm. and of course they have a wine option with pacific rim old vines riesling so um you got a wine and a beer option with some ramen and either one can't be bad because Ramen's amazing.
0: Yeah, I I was glad that they added this booth last year, and I'm glad to see it returning again. It's gonna be hot. uh, This (laughs) they shouldn't add this thing until November. Like this should not be available until like the last month of the festival. It's just gonna be way too hot for noodles. Uh, uh, Maybe uh, maybe you get lucky and like in September October you have you start getting those a little bit cooler nights. It's not 90 degrees at night. Maybe it's 75 80 degrees, and maybe this makes more sense then. Uh, but there's no way I'm gonna be eating this while it's 95 degrees outside. But
2: no, no chance. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I do appreciate the the offering there. Uh, another booth that is uh, going to be made available on August 15th is the Hawaii booth. Uh, so this is again, this is a returning favorite booth. Uh, you've got the. Uh, Kahlua Pork uh, Slider with Sweet and Sour Dole Pineapple Chutney and Spicy Mayonnaise. Uh, you've got the Spam Sushi with Sushi Rice, uh, Teriyaki Glazed Spam, Spicy Mayonnaise, Eel Sauce, and Nori. And you have a Passion Fruit Cheesecake with Toasted Macadamia Nuts, uh, which that is a Meals Fromage Montage item there. Uh, if you're familiar with, uh, with Disney, uh, you likely see Kona Brewing Company's Beer around Property. Uh, they have the Hanalei island ipa offered here uh, they've got the florida orange Grove sparkling pineapple wine and they have the olani sunrise which is vodka dole pineapple juice and grenadine and
1: it is amazing trust me get it uh, so for round two of uh the menu updates uh, they will be debuted on september 22nd and we're gonna start with the char and chop Offered here is the roasted porchetta with lemon parsley, salsa verde, and shaved fennel salad. Also available is the grilled impossible spicy sausage with herbed polenta, puttanesca sauce, and ricotta. And last but not least, the meat assorti, which is a trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. Not familiar with any of these, so uh, we'll see how they go. I I don't think
0: any of you guys have had it, have you? No. The porchetta sounds pretty good, uh, but, yeah, I haven't haven't had any of this. Damn. Uh, Their beverage offerings
1: are uh, Pilsner, uh, German Pilsner there. So next up is the North Coast Laguna Baja Vienna Lager. Also offered is the Motorworks Brewing Midnight Espresso Coffee Porter. That one's please give mine. me that. Uh, If it's anything, yeah. If it's anything like the coffee porter I had during the uh, the Christmas festival, get it. It's amazing. Uh, they also offer a Pinot Noir and a Bloody Mary with seaside grown Bloody Mary mix and Curveball barbecue whiskey. Interesting combination barbecue like. whiskey. Hmm. Okay interesting okay and then you have the beer flight available
0: as well
2: all right well uh next up in this september 22nd wave we have wine and wedge and starting off we have an assorted artisanal cheeses and uh basically accoutrements (laughs) um this is a new item and it is part of emile's fromage montage Um, actually this entire, all food items on this menu are pretty much uh, belong to the fromage Montage. Uh, so next up we have a fig and balsamic Borson souffle with fig tapenade. Uh, sounds very interesting. And, uh, then also we have the Southern pimento cheese with bread and butter, pickled vegetables and grilled bread. And then mm. you have the option to do a cheese flight, which has all three cheeses that are listed on the menu. Or you could do whatever. <laughs> That'd I would be the do. way to
1: do the Meals from Montage, uh, Montage right there.
2: This is the way to do it here the cheese and beverage flight. So it's all all three cheeses, oh, all yeah. three beverages served on an artist palette. That's the way to do it. Sorry. Yeah, That's there you it. go.
1: This is the way. So tell us Me and my wife beverages. could
2: knock that down easily. Yeah. But yeah. let's see what beverages are included in this. So, we've got a Selbach Oster Zeltinger. Uh, it's a Riesling. I'm not going to say the rest of it because I will butcher it. Um, we have a Hartley Apple Brandy. That sounds Ooh. great. Uh, and we've got the Florida Orange Groves Winery Black and Blue Port. Yeah. And then this, of course, comes in a flight variation if you choose to do so. So, Solid. cheese and booze, my kind of spot.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's go to another booth new booth here bubbles and brine uh so let's start with one of those briny options and jumbo shrimp cocktail with prosecco cocktail sauce and grilled lemon nice and refreshing i don't know why yep. they're not releasing this at opening day right, when it's hot money. yeah um also another uh, another new item the king crab an avocado timbale with petite lettuces lemon marinated hearts of palm with champagne, cream, and sparkling rosé sauce.
1: I don't think I've ever seen king crab offered, no, at Epcot. So this may be a first.
0: Yeah, um, this is also a fancy booth because you got a bunch of fancy beverages to go with this. Uh, you got the Moët and Chandon Imperial. Uh, you've got the uh, Veuve, uh rose rosé. You've got the Dom Perignon, and you have that, of course. Available in a champagne flight. Pinkies up, baby.
1: Pinkies up. That's it. Uh, next up in, in this wave is the Swirled Showcase. Uh, the food offerings here are the liquid nitro cake pop. So get the kids served up here. Uh, or me. Also is the self-serve in a waffle cone. So you got the vanilla, cinnamon, and caramel ice cream options. Can I swirl all, all those? Amazing. Can I swirl yeah, them all? Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. Give me that in a swirl, please. Uh, next up is the Fanta Grape Float with vanilla ice cream. Fanta W, give me that. Fanta. Yes. Uh, they Fanta. also have beer floats, gentlemen. Beer floats.
0: All right. I need more. I need to know more.
1: I need to know more.
2: Yeah, they
0: can't
1: leave us hanging. Uh, and also a Berry Fizz oh. with vanilla ice cream.
0: All right. So look at the beverages, and then we'll we'll you may figure out what we oh, do. Oh, we are with.
1: making sense. Okay. Yeah. So the beverage options here. Uh, we have the frozen apple pie, which is a non-alcoholic drink. W, I'll take it. Cinnamon apple cider, again, non-alcoholic. And then I think this is where they talk about the beer floats. They have the Coca-Cola Barks Root Beer Fanta Grape.
2: So they have those an are interesting just, those combination. Those just fountain, uh, Yeah, options. just
0: your fountain drinks, your Coca-Cola, your Barks Root Beer, or your Fanta okay. Grape Soda. And then they offer
1: the Orange Blossom Brewery. Toasted coconut porter out of Orlando.
0: So, I want to know can I get that that porter with the vanilla ice cream? That's what I want. Mm -hmm. I I say you
2: do all three ice creams with the beer and call it a snickerdoodle beer float. I'm saying if I can
0: get all three together, give like that has to be a thing. If
1: I'm doing anything, I'm getting that espresso coffee porter from Char and Chop and getting that vanilla
0: ice cream pop
2: on top of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That would be invasionaries.
0: Um. So, guys, uh, first first thoughts on this year's festival, this year's menus. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most? Like, what's your, what's the standout new item that kind of uh, has got you, uh, you know, tickling your fancy here?
2: I'm thinking the the carnitas at the Mexico booth. That one's really caught my attention as far as food goes. And the salt and lime lager at the fry basket. Mm. That's the beverage that really has caught my eye for this one. So that's my two. Kind of stand out things right now.
1: Uh, mine, mine are all located at one booth. Oh, and it's the Italy booth. I'm, I'm shocked to see uh, a brand new offering like this, and it looks like a banger lineup. So, uh, definitely looking forward to trying them. Yeah,
0: I think they were listening. I think they've been listening and know just how pitiful Italy's been over the past few years
2: uh, yeah, at all so the festivals. Mundane.
0: Yeah, it really has. So I'm ho- I I like you just i'm very much looking forward to trying italy and actually giving it a fair chance um but it's got to be those scotch bonnet pepper curry wings for me uh oh, that that has to be that's the th- that's the standout item like i i have to try that i have to know um I, I need it i need it and then frankly there's so many good beer options that are that are here that are new um that salt and lime one sounds absolutely fantastic uh, so, yeah, I'm. Guys, we got to go to the festival. Can I for food. can I say I'm a little excited to go to this festival?
2: Yeah, are we allowed yeah. to do that? Well, thank God we are because it's been just it's, <laughs> right. me. It's been so repetitive. There's so much yeah. new yeah. stuff. There's more new stuff now than I've ever seen for food and wine. So that is I, absolutely yeah. refreshing.
0: Facts. Oh, and some of these menus at these booths are super large too. I mean, uh, like. I, you know, look at Japan. Japan's almost all new. Um, yep. You have Mexico, pretty much all new. And so, Italy, like, these, as Italy, as we yeah. said, all new. And, and then you've got a couple of new uh, new booths in here. Flavors of Fire. Like, Flavors of Fire, they could have easily gone with old standbys. They know it works. Yep. It's a very popular booth. But, no, yep. like, half the menu's new. Like, so, I, I, and then brewing is just, like, you could, you could sit there all day and eat. Yeah. Um, and drink uh yeah it's 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 i'm glad that to see them taking chances on, and not just going with old standbys
2: yeah like like you said flavors from fire could have brought back the whoopie pie they've done the past two years but yeah they yep. decided to push the envelope with a, a spiced chocolate pop tart with freaking barbecue potato chip crust like they are really pushing kind of the boundaries on some of this stuff and really kind of getting outside the box on these items so i'm well you I'm, know
0: it's some of this Uh, Some of this is reminding me, there. what's the most daring festival at Epcot?
2: Festival of the Arts.
0: festival of the arts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm getting more daring dishes from this menu. Yeah. I like it. You know? So, I'm glad to see it. I think the most
1: important thing that we're seeing is that it's appealing. Like, it's an appealing menu. It doesn't just, like, just, here's some new things. It sounds damn good.
0: Yeah, and... uh, Uh, Other than the few that I could honestly skip over, like India, right? Like, I honestly, like, I probably will not touch India. Everything else sounds like I would stop there and at least try one of the things there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Same. So, yeah, it's... Again, I don't know if it needs to be exactly as long as it is, but um, budget accordingly because we're going to be hitting it. We are. We are anxious to try this. Uh, We'll see how early we can get down and share our thoughts on the first consumptions of many consumptions of these items. Uh, We'll be covering this as much as possible. Uh, So... Uh, if you're not following us, make sure you're following us on all the social media. Uh, if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you're uh, you're subscribed there at Off the Monorails. Uh, you can uh, we'll be covering some of these food items, give you a little more video content as well. Uh, but it's long form, short form, uh, you'll find us on on all the social platforms, uh, including YouTube. Uh, uh, TikTok Instagram so make sure you're following us and yeah I can't wait to share to, to have some of these this is share our thoughts more about about what what slaps and what what's a pass and uh man can't wait to sp- spend some of my money <laughs>
2: that's for sure yeah it's going it's going to be a fun festival and you know it's it's a long one so we'll have opportunities for return visits and be able to really get a good synopsis of this very very large menu they have uh, created yeah.
0: well i think that's gonna do it boys we've been uh, we talked food for quite a bit today i'm pretty proud yeah. and i'm yeah, pretty i m- like it <laughs> yes well uh before we go uh we want to take a quick minute to mention some of our partners uh the help show go of course we'll start with our partners at dbcrentalstore.com go check them out. If you're interested in staying at Disney on Disney properties, uh, not only at Walt Disney World, but in California or in Hawaii, uh, or even in Hilton Head or Vero Beach, uh, they can help you save up to 75% on on, compared to Disney's rack rates uh, on your next stay. So if you're looking to uh, book a book some travel to uh, to any Disney property, to DVC properties in particular, uh, make sure you go check them out. And they've got plenty of points and reservations available to choose from, easy to work with, super easy process. Uh, they've saved us thousands of dollars over the years, and we uh, couldn't think of any anybody else we'd want to uh, spend our money with. So go check them out and let them help you save money on your next Disney vacation.
2: Yes, and um, also while you're down in our episode description, If you're looking for a place to get some good coffee from, uh, be sure and click the link and visit our friends at ExpeditionRoasters.com because they are our coffee people and we want them to be your coffee people. They have uh, roasts and flavors that are inspired by theme parks and pop culture references and um, they're just incredible. Uh, They've got any type of flavor profile you're looking for, whether it be dark or light roast. Uh, they have alcohol inspired profiles, dessert inspired profiles. Um, you can choose your grind, but be sure that you spend at least $65 so you can get free shipping. And uh, when you are checking out, use our code off the monorails, and it will save yourself 10% on every order in the future. But um, I can tell you now, I have hot brewed and I have cold brewed all of these coffees because I've had I think eight of their roasts now and it doesn't matter hot or cold brew it is incredible incredible coffee and you just got to give these folks a try but be sure and use our code off the monorails at checkout and save yourself 10 percent. that's expeditionroasters.com.
1: and lastly our friends over at 1901 candle co have the candle game locked down Uh, They are a small batch candle company locally owned here in Northeast Florida with scents inspired by the Disney parks, pop culture, and more. Using their proprietary wax blend, 1901 Candle Code Candles have a longer burn time and scent travel than candles found in chain stores. Visit their website at 1901 candlecodecom fill your card up, and save 15% at checkout using our discount code OFFTHERAILS15 on every order you make and save yourself some money.
0: And if you'd like some behind-the-scenes looks at how the show comes together, be part of the show yourself with some live Q&A episodes, uh, access to our Discord community, access to our Instagram Close Friends list, and much, much more. Uh, You can join our Patreon. There are membership options available for everybody. So go find the one that's right for you. Come join us and have some fun. We'd love to have you to learn more about that link is in the episode description
2: yep and just uh once again just make sure you're following along on all of our social platforms that being uh instagram and tiktok and youtube are our main three but we're also on twitter and facebook uh we're always uploading stuff on instagram on a daily basis uh we have certain days of the week that are allotted for uh special posts so if uh You want to see what those are about be sure and check especially on mondays thursdays and fridays so uh, i'm not going to tell you what they are because you need to go look but just give us a like give us a follow shoot us a comment a, a, a direct message doesn't matter we just want to hear from you and we like interacting with everybody out there
1: and last but not least if your podcast platform allows you to do any kind of ratings or type up a little review please do that and help your boys out. Do us a solid. It helps us out. It helps reach other people, which is our number one goal. We want to help as many people as we Mm. possibly can. So Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever you like to use, if it allows you to do a rating system, give your boys five stars, type up a little review and let people know that uh, you are an avid off the monorails listener and share the word. Yeah.
0: It really helps. If you can leave us a review, whether it's a star rating or a written review, like on Apple podcasts, uh, it helps us tremendously helps us reach a larger audience and really just lets people know what you think of the show and, 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 you know, just get some started. So, and also lets us know uh, what you think. So uh, we really, uh, we look at feedback all the time. And uh, so we really appreciate uh, everyone's left us reviews and ratings uh, so far. Uh, so if you would be kind, it only takes a couple of seconds, just go ahead and do that for us. Uh, we would love it. Um, fellas, we made it. We made it through another, another festival review and, now, now, now
2: we just, the countdown's on for the visit. I think I'm going to document how much weight I gained throughout this festival. I <laughs> think <laughs> that might, that's, Not a, a, bad that's idea a dangerous
0: game, buddy. That's a dangerous game.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I'm intrigued by by this year's venue. So I'm, I, I've got something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah. And it was good to be, it's good to be back. It's, it's good. It's always good to, yeah. to take a, take a break, step away, get some things done, take a breather but man to come back in full swing festival mode and now we're now we're going to be right back at it so yeah it's been uh it's been a good one that's for sure
2: yeah it, it was it was definitely um I, I would say nice to take a two-week break i did kind of miss you guys but to be able to come back and just talk about food like fatties for two hours right out of the gate <laughs> that's that's the energy i'm bringing for the rest of the year
0: yes yes we're here we're here for it and we hope you will be too so Join along as we uh, will join back uh, next week for some more antics and craziness. So until then, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the monorails.